Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to our super producer and host, Ryan Hickey. He's holding it down for us in New York City on the boards. Much loved, everybody tuned in all over North America. That means Canada. That means somebody somewhere, somehow listening in Mexico. That means people at work, people at home, people in transit, people on the road, people relaxing, people chilling, people holding it down. I'm going to be rolling with you for the next three hours. It's a four hour show. I've been sitting here for an hour already. I get three weeknight at 6 p.m. Eastern. Three Pacific. Shoutouts to all my folks on the West Coast. Anyway, a busy, busy day. A busy, busy night. Adrian Griffin fired as head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. I guess Giannis didn't want him. Sorry. Jim Harbaugh. We're going to talk about that in a bit. Looks like Jim Harbaugh is getting close to potentially being the next coach and maybe more of the Los Angeles Chargers. And then minutes ago, we found out who was in the 2024 Hall of Fame class for baseball. We found out who is going into Cooperstown. Here, let me give you a a quick spoiler. Alex Rodriguez is not going into the Hall of Fame. Sorry. Manny Ramirez is not going into the Hall of Fame. Sorry. Gary Sheffield is not going into the Hall of Fame. Sorry. But you can't be shocked or surprised about any of that, can you? And, oh, yeah, you were looking for Barry Bonds? Oh, yeah, he's he's surpassed the 10-year the mark. He's not on the ballot. So here's the deal. There are about 400 writers who vote for the Baseball Hall of Fame, that vote to send some of baseball's best players into Cooperstown. In order for a player to be on the ballot, he, he, yes, he, has to surpass more than 5% of the vote every year. To actually make the Hall of Fame, you have to go over 75% of the votes. You have to get more than 75% of the voters to let you in you know what let's let's do this quickly let's actually take a listen 
to the Hall of Fame announcement. This is what MLB Network put on just last hour. Let's listen to this action. Our first electee was a superstar at the plate and in the field, playing 21 seasons for the Dodgers, Mariners, Red Sox, and Rangers. Today, Adrian Beltre becomes a member of the National Baseball Hall of Fame. One of just 12 players in Major League history with 3,000 hits and 400 homers, he ranks 11th all-time in doubles and 18th all-time in hits with 3,166, the most Played hits forever. ever by a third baseman. Yeah. He became the first Dominican Republic native to reach the 3,000 hit mark, and when he retired, he had more hits than any player in Major League history born outside of the United States. Impressive. Our second member of the class of 2024 played his entire career with one team, his hometown Minnesota Twins. Joe Maurer became the face of the franchise he grew up watching. During his 15-year career, he made six All-Star teams, winning five Silver Slugger awards and three gold gloves behind the plate. And our third and final member of the class of 2024 played his entire 17-year career while wearing number 17 for the Colorado Rockies. Today, Helton. Todd Helton becomes a member of the National Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. A five-time All-Star, he batted 316 with 2,519 hits, including 369 home runs and 592 doubles, the 20th best mark of all time. Impressive. Very impressive. Congratulations to Todd Helton, Joe Maurer, and then also Adrian Beltre. These guys are going into the Hall of Fame. And then there's another guy who's uh, going to be making it into the Hall of Fame. And uh, he, I don't want to say he was too old in, in that regard, uh, but Jim Leland is going in via one of these ridiculous uh, panels, these voter committees that allow you to get in after you've been hanging out on the ballot for a million years. And so when it comes down to the players, Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, Joe Maurer, they all got more than 75 percent of the vote from the Baseball Writers Association of America. They're going into the Hall of Fame. And if you want to think about some of the individuals who just missed it, Billy Wagner had almost 74 percent of the vote. Gary Sheffield, 64 percent of the vote. Andrew Jones, he had 61 and so if you want to look at someone who was just on the line, Billy Wagner was only a few votes away from getting into the Hall of Fame. That's not to say that Billy Wagner doesn't get on get in on the next go round. Let's think about it this way. Todd Helton, this year was his fifth year, fifth year on the ballot. Last year, Todd Helton had 52 percent of the vote. This year, Todd Helton moved up to about 80 percent. Billy Wagner, there might be some hope that he gets into the Hall of Fame next year. Billy Wagner last year, in his seventh year on the ballot, had 51%. Billy Wagner jumped up to that 74% this year. And so there should be some uh, some positive thoughts in regards to uh, Billy Wagner getting into the Hall of Fame next season. Gary Sheffield, he might get in next year. Maybe, maybe not. This was his ninth year on the ballot. Gary Sheffield, 64% of the votes. Last year, 40. So a pretty big jump for Gary Sheffield. Maybe Gary will get in. I know there were a lot of conversations about 
you know, uh, excuse me, uh, Gary Sheffield using the, the clear and the cream and the clear. And he's like, I don't know what I got from Barry Bonds. I don't know anything. And that certainly has kept Gary Sheffield out of the Hall of Fame. Uh, Joe Maurer, by the way, barely getting in 76 percent of the vote. Todd Helton, 80 uh, percent. Adrian Beltre, who feels like I, I feel like I watched him over about 20 different generations. Uh, Adrian Beltre secured 95 uh, percent of the vote. Uh, Alex Rodriguez pretty much unmoved. 34 percent this year. Alex Rodriguez, 34 percent last year. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I want to ask this to our, our producer, Ryan Hickey. It's easy to look at Adrian Beltre and Todd Helton and Joe Mauer. You know, these, these are dudes who, who seemingly had sterling reputations in the game. They went to all-star games and won MVPs and, and batting titles and, and what have you. Do you think there's any way in hell Alex Rodriguez, and he got years in front of him on the ballot, but he didn't move from 34% last year to 34% this year. Do you think Alex Rodriguez will ever get voted in? I'm going to say yes because of what you said before. There's like how many subcommittees? 400? Once you're off this ballot, you're on another one. Then you're on another one. Then the Veterans Committee. Like there's, You're always, it feels like, on some sort of ballot that it feels like eventually if A-Rod's like 85 years old, ah, screw it. We'll put him in this time. 85. 80, maybe 85. Oh, yeah. He, he, so he got to be old as dirt. It is just, uh, I don't want to say concerning, Last last year, or excuse me, what year are we in? We're in 2023. Okay. So this was Alex Rodriguez's third year on the ballot. I was wrong. Alex Rodriguez actually dropped a percentage. Last year, Alex Rodriguez had 36% of the vote. This year, he goes down to 34%. So basically, you know, unchanged. And Gary Sheffield, this season was pretty much it for Gary. Uh, Gary Sheffield, this was his 10th year on the ballot. He would have to wait for one of these fancy committees to go ahead and, and put him in. Uh, pretty, pretty sad stuff. But I, I agree with you. One day, Alex Rodriguez is going to get into the Hall of Fame. And I don't think it's going to be through the writers. The funny thing is, this year was his third year. Third year on the ballot for Alex Rodriguez. And... um I don't know. Maybe maybe it moves into year number 10. Maybe it goes all the way uh, to the wire. We know a couple of seasons ago, if we want to look at the, the poster boys of drugs, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens in 2022, that was their final year uh, to get into the Hall of Fame via the writers. They did not get in. Barry Bonds in his final year of eligibility, he got 66% of the vote. Roger Clemens got 65% of the vote. And the last time I looked, that ain't 75%. And so with about seven more years of Alex Rodriguez on the ballot, can he do better than Barry Bonds? Or is he going to get right to the line? You know, either way, Alex Rodriguez is like, I I agree with Hickey. He going to have to wait until he is almost old as dirt to be let in. Alex Rodriguez, he turns 49 years old this year. 
yeah, he, he might have to be in his 60s or 70s before he gets a chance to be let in. Congratulations to the dudes who did make it. Todd Helton, Adrian Beltre, and Joe Maurer. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead and talk to John. He is calling up from Rochester, New York. John, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's going on? Hi, JR. Thanks for having me on tonight. Sure. Um, um, I'm just calling because of my Buffalo Bills hangover. Oh, I no. couldn't call yesterday. I was still devastated. But All right. Yeah, what are you going to do, you know? I mean, I'm... I think about next season. Well, that's the thing, you know. And then, you know, we're all going to go through the same thing every year. And then right in the class, we're all going to get it in the keister. So... <laughs> What, what, did, whoa, 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 what did you say? What did you say about getting what in the keister, huh? A loss. A loss in the keister? <laughs> okay. Never heard of that? No, I've heard of, uh, I've heard of someone's keister, but I've never heard about anybody uh, taking an L in the keister? I mean, I don't know. Bill Spence taking it in the keister. Oh, 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 that's uh, that's a little too graphic for my uh, my my my. uh, Anyway, my brain isn't developed enough for that. Okay. well, okay. well, I I didn't mean for it to go this far. I thought you would have got it right away. But so but anyways, yeah, I'm getting over it. And uh, I just want to say I can't watch the Chiefs. I can't watch them anymore. They kill us. Um, I'm not going to watch any games with Kansas City in it. Hopefully Baltimore takes care of business, you know. And I, I, I like I love Baltimore, you know. I'm I was high on Josh Allen for MVP uh for at towards the end of the year, but Lamar played a great game last week and if he gets it he deserves it and I hope they beat the crap out of Kansas City. Okay. All right. Well, and thank you, uh, John. Well, well, and uh, and uh means there's there's more that you have to say. And uh, what? I want Detroit. I love okay. Detroit. I mean, that say would no be more. Super Bowl. Okay. Well, say no more. Well, thank you, John. Hey, d- just uh, try to feel better the rest of the week. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, I'm okay. I'm over it now. You know. Okay. Good. All right. Well, have a have a beer for me. Okay. Will do. All right. Thank you, John. Yeah, I don't know. Ryan, was he infatuated with Keisters or was that me? Oh, no, he definitely was. Um, and I'm with you. I've never heard of taking an L in the Keister. That's what he said, right? Yes, that's at least <laughs> what, what I heard. And then, he, and then he switched it up, and then he's just, to, to try to be more clear, he's just like, oh, the Bills fans were taking it in the Keister. I'm like, whoa, let's take it easy here. It's just, It's just a football game, okay? This is... Not something that you sign up for in Wall Street. This is just a football game. And, yeah, we did a whole lot of talking about the Buffalo Bills and and how miserable they are and how they probably hate Patrick Mahomes, eliminating them three out of four years. We we get all of that. Can we put it to rest now? Can we? I do have some news for you. It's about Stephon Diggs. Brandon Bean actually talked about Stephon Diggs. Brandon Bean had a message for Stephon Diggs. He said that he is our number one wide receiver. You know what we're going to do? We're going to take a break. When we come back, let's talk more football. 
because this is pretty big news. Out in San Diego, or excuse me, I wish it was still San Diego. My apologies for my friends in San Diego. Out in Los Angeles, it's big news. Jim Harbaugh might be taking over as head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. How close is he? Is he still going to be taking another interview with the Atlanta Falcons? Is this rumor about Pete Carroll heading to the Chargers accurate? And then the Raiders might be hiring the former GM of the Chargers, Tom Telesco. Uh, the, the Raiders, I just, I guess they can't get out of their own way. We're going to take a break. On the other side, we're going to have a conversation with Fernando Ramirez, who covers all things Chargers. For the Sporting Tribune, you're listening to the JR Sport Brief Show right here on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. So much going on in the NFL, so much going on in the world of sports. We know who's going into the Baseball Hall of Fame. The Milwaukee Bucks don't have a full time head coach right now. We're getting ready for the AFC and NFC championship games. And a week from now, we're going to know who's in the Super Bowl. But at this time of year, this is also a time where a lot of head coaching vacancies get filled. And we know after firing Brandon Staley in the season, the Chargers have been looking for their next full-time head coach. Well, today... They've been having conversations with someone who just won a national championship on the college side in Jim Harbaugh. There seems to be a lot of smoke and flame and fire that he might be their next head coach. And who knows? He might have a little bit more power than that. Pete Carroll's name has also been bandied about. And Tom Telesco, former GM, is now with the Raiders. There's so much going on surrounding the Chargers. So to talk about it all right now, we are being joined by Fernando Ramirez. He covers all things Chargers for the Sporting Tribune. Fernando, thank you for taking the time to join us. JR, thank you so much for uh, having me on. Most certainly. I guess the first question on everybody's mind 
What's the latest? Are, are we moving towards a done deal with Jim Harbaugh as the next head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers? Well, I mean, that's just what everybody's kind of uh, seeing at this point. It, it's He's in the building. He's the only meeting that the Chargers have scheduled for the second time. Uh, I know that over the weekend they said four to six second interviews were going to happen, but as of right now, it's only been Jim. So at this point, it seems like uh, the Chargers have zeroed in on their guy, but uh, now they need to close the deal and uh, and and get him in there because they, they need something like this. I mean, in the last three times that they've had uh, head coach openings, they've gotten Mike McCoy, Anthony Lynn, and Brandon Saley. No head coaching experience from either three of those guys. And in uh, three to four seasons, all of them were out the door. So they, uh, they need somebody with head coaching experience. Jim Harbaugh, as we all know, he's hungry for a Super Bowl. He has won a national championship, but we all know the hunger to win a Super Bowl is there. He has not won one. He lost one to his brother when he was a member of the 49ers as their head coach. So now uh, I'm sure he uh, he wants to win one. And, and what perfect way to do it than with Justin Herbert uh, being his quarterback. Fernando Ramirez is here with us, covers all things Chargers for the Sporting Tribune. We have heard on his way out of the door prior to Michigan uh, leaving the 49ers that he wanted more power, that he wanted more influence. Knowing that the Chargers right now also are looking for a general manager, is there a possibility that Jim Harbaugh gets that power with the Chargers? Well, that's where this is all uh, coming to because – They've they've basically interviewed a lot of guys that uh, a lot of people that Jim has been connected to, whether it be with his brother or uh, him himself. Uh, we all know that Tom Telesco was hired today by the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, and uh, that leaves Ed Dobbs wide open, the assistant general manager of the Colts, who has a history with uh, Jim Harbaugh back at the time with the Raiders. So that leaves him wide open. Ian Cunningham, another guy who uh, he was with the Baltimore uh, Ravens. He uh, He's the Bears assistant general manager. He's been with the Ravens before. Uh, Brandon Brown, who's assistant G- GM with the Giants, another guy who's been with the Ravens. So uh, it seems like uh, if Jim Harbaugh is the head coach, he will get to pick his general manager as well. So uh, it seems like he wouldn't have taken the meeting if the Chargers wouldn't have already said, you know what, Jim, yeah, we're going to do – we we see it your way. We're going to let you do this. We're going to let you do that. So it seems like he wouldn't have taken the meeting if all those things weren't already in place. So as of right now, it seems the Chargers are playing hardball ball. So so now it's all about uh, getting everything ironed out. But – I'm sure he wants to say in scouting, analytics, nutrition, everything uh, because of uh, everything. I mean, up to this point, we know the Chargers have had a lot of injuries. The Chargers have had a lot of things in the past that hasn't gone their way. Well, I'm sure Jim is going to want to change a lot of those things. So uh, he's going to want to say in a lot of that stuff. Um, But when it comes to general manager and all that stuff, as far as player personnel and all that stuff. I'm sure Jim's going to let the general manager do his thing, but at the same time, um, I'm sure it'll be a good relationship, unlike the first time when it was him and Trent Bulky up at the 49ers where they had a lot of issues uh, back um, in, in when he was with the 49ers. 
Well, Fernando, let me ask you this. You mentioned Tom Telesco, you know, being let go by the Chargers and he gets picked up to now run of the Raiders. There is no disputing how much talent that the Chargers have had on their roster over the past few years. But it seems like everyone gets hurt. It doesn't matter if it's uh, Derwin James or we got to look at Bosa. There is always something. So what has been the Chargers' biggest issue over the past few years, whether it's Anthony Lynn years or you want to look at Brandon Staley? Has it been coaching, clock management, injuries? How the hell does Telesco get a new job? <laughs> oh, Jr. Uh, you're 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 uh, you're asking a lot of the questions that a lot of people on Twitter are asking. But I mean, first off, let me just say Tom is a a great person and everything. But when yeah, when you look at uh, when you look at all that stuff, they never won the division under Tom. It's always been either the Broncos or the uh, the Chiefs that have won the division. Um, they they only made the playoffs three times under Tom Telesco, so that's a little bit concerning. The other thing that not a lot of people are talking about, the depth on the Chargers, yes, you have the superstars, but where is the depth on these teams? They have they don't have that depth. Look at the Rams. A lot of people thought, wow, the Rams are going to take a long time to rebuild right. after that Super Bowl run, and bam, they're already back in the playoffs. Why? Because they know how to draft depth. That was a big issue with Tom Telesco. The third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round, those have been tough, tough rounds for Tom Telesco to draft at. They're serviceable players, but they're not players that last a long time. Like He has not been able to find those, those players that turn into stars or, or even our great backups or even players that turn into superstars later like you've seen some of these uh, players turn into later. Like he has not had a player like that. The only player that you can mention is Austin Eckler, undrafted free agent. But other than that, you just don't have anything like that. So uh, that's been the biggest concern, uh, in my opinion, from the Tom Telesco era. But I guess Mark Davis wanted to go with uh, – <laughs> with uh, the veteran uh, general manager instead of Ed Dobbs, who was sitting right there. Now he just basically handed him over to the Chargers if the Harbaugh thing uh, comes through. He basically handed him over to, to his division rival. And, uh, and another thing is, Champ Kelly had done a good job at the interim, and now he's going to have to kind of sit back and, and work with Tom Telesco unless he decides to leave. But... Uh, but definitely, uh, I know a lot of people are giving him a lot of credit for everything that he's done. And he's done a good job, but let's also not sugarcoat it. Like, there has been some negatives as well. Oh, well, without a shadow of a doubt, the Raiders are always going to do something interesting. And this is uh, the latest <laughs> interesting move that they've done. Fernando Ramirez is ra- They wouldn't be Raider Nation if they wouldn't. You're right. I mean, adding Antonio Pierce, allowing him to stay, I guess that made too much sense. So they had to bring in uh, uh, somebody else that just got fired. Uh, Fernando but Ramirez that's the, is. That's the craziest part. My bad, real quick. But that's the craziest part. You didn't even bring in your general manager first to kind of have a say. In the head coach, like you decided the head coach first, and then you brought in the general manager. So it's just, it, it, Mark Davis did a lot of good at first, and then it's like he's thrown in a lot of weirdness now. So, I mean, I, I, what can you expect from a guy that sits at the slot machines and Uh-oh. eats that in and out burger just hanging out there like a regular Joe? So I, I don't know. But, uh, and he gets, uh, he goes to Fantastic Sam's or 
supercuts. I don't know. He just uh, oh, here we are. He's, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's a strange cat, I guess. Yeah, that's what happens when uh, Daddy leaves you some money. That's just what happens. Fernando <laughs> Ramirez is nice. joining us from the Sporting Tribune. Covers all things. Uh, Chargers to wrap things up on the Chargers side this was kind of thrown out over the last 24 hours as well just as we started to hear about Harbaugh potentially being locked in with the Chargers Pete Carroll's name got thrown around now is this like a last ditch uh, you know flying the ointment what what the hell does Pete Carroll have to do with any of this well I'm sure that uh, Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick are very surprised right now with everything going on, I mean, they're two of the most successful head coaches in NFL history, and not a lot of teams are really uh, looking for them or uh, in need of their services. And I'm sure they're kind of looking around and being like, yo, like, well, I've won six Super Bowls. I've won eight Super Bowls, six as a head coach, two as a DC. And then Pete Carroll's like, I've won a bunch of national championships. And I've won a Super Bowl in the NFL. Like, why is nobody looking at us for these jobs? So I'm sure that they're kind of stunned by this. I'm sure that that had to have been kind of a Pete Carroll PR stunt, I'm sure, because the Chargers haven't, uh, as of what I've heard and I've seen, they haven't even had a meeting with uh, Pete Carroll. So that's uh, that was definitely uh, an interesting name being thrown out there. But uh but, yeah, I, I'm sure that both uh, he and Bill Belichick are stunned that uh, teams have not looked their way uh, at all, or not at all, because Bill's obviously um, had a, a meeting or two with the Atlanta Falcons, but I'm sure that they're just stunned that uh, teams are, have not looked their way when it comes to uh, these jobs, and I'm sure they're kind of like, yo, like, come on, like, we've done this before, we've won uh, why don't you bring us in? Some of these guys are inexperienced. They don't know how to win, but uh, it seems like uh, Dean Spanos has his eyes on uh, his former quarterback to now be his head coach. So uh, it seems like that's where he's leaning. So I'm sure um, unless something crazy happens, that's that's kind of where I think we're all headed. Okay. Looks like Jim Harbaugh might end up with these Los Angeles Chargers as their new head coach. We will certainly keep you updated as things continue to move on. Fernando, I want to thank you for taking the time to hop on here with us on CBS Sports Radio. Where can people follow you as you continue to cover this news? I appreciate it, JR, for you having me on. Uh, I'm on uh, uh, X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it, on Instagram, and even on TikTok, at Real F Ramirez. So, uh yeah, people can find me on there, and uh, definitely appreciate you having me on. And anytime you need me, I'm always available. So thank you again. No, thank you so much, Fernando, for, for coming through and sharing with us that perspective as it relates to the Chargers. Pretty hilarious. The Chargers on their way to look looks like bringing in Jim Harbaugh. Uh, Tom Telesco, who was just fired by the Chargers, is now hired by the Raiders. And as we just said with Fernando, the Raiders are always going to do something funny. It can never be a straight line. It, it's like sitting down with a child and saying, hey, color inside the lines. And they color inside the lines and then, you know, they go off the rails, uh, you know, at some point or throughout the course of the drawing. And I assume that is how Mr. Mark Davis runs the Raiders, just coloring all outside the damn lines and just being a wild man. I also will make a joke about his haircut when you got a haircut like that, can, can you imagine a dude coloring inside the lines? Uh, pr- 
probably, probably not. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side of the break. I want to tell you about a head coach who's firing. It feels like everybody who works for him. I had mentioned to you Brandon Bean, general manager of the Buffalo Bills, saying, I guess, some positive words about Stephon Diggs. We're going to share that with you on the other side of the break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you so much to Fernando Ramirez for joining us. He covers all things Chargers for the Sporting Tribune. And yes, it's going to be very interesting. I assume over the next 24 to 48 hours, let's say before the week is up, I'm assuming that we will have an official announcement of Jim Harbaugh as the next head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. There's a lot of reports going on right now that uh, it appears that they are trying to work and hammer out a deal. Uh, Let's see if Harbaugh will be officially moving on from Michigan and to join the Los Angeles Chargers and make his way back to the NFL. This is also another point that we did mention, and this is head-scratching. You know, last week I said it was a hell of a surprise to look at a team like the Las Vegas Raiders, led by Mark Davis, to to actually keep on Antonio Pierce. We know a lot of the players basically campaigned. They said they wanted Antonio Pierce to stay on as the head coach. I thought that Jim Harbaugh might be that dude for the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. It appears that it is going to be the Chargers. And we know, after another disappointing, terrible season, that Brandon Staley got the boot as head coach of the Chargers, and so did Tom Telesco, who's pretty much been the general manager for the Chargers for the past 10 years. So let's think about it this way. This man got fired by the Chargers last month. He has already been hired by the Raiders to be their next general manager. And so just when you think that Mark Davis does something that makes sense, like hiring a a young up-and-coming coach that people respect in Antonio Pierce, he hires a general manager who's had all the talent in the world, could not hire a head coach that actually worked, had a bunch of talent that would go out and flame out like like, like J.C. Jackson, who didn't work anywhere. They gave him all that money to, to play cornerback for the Chargers, and that didn't work. He admitted making a mistake. And then when you think about Tom Telesco's overall record 
over the past 10 or so years, he has a record of 84 and 92. He just got fired before the season even ended. And somehow, some way, Mark Davis says, that's the guy I want running the team. You can't make some of these things up. Can't. Speaking of hirings and firings, we know that Nick Sirianni has kept his job as head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, as a result, he kept his job. He's fired some other folks. The offensive coordinator, Brian Johnson, has been given the boot. Sean Desai, who was pretty much uh, demoted at, towards the end of the season, he's been given the boot. Matt per- over some of those play-calling duties after Sean Desai got demoted, Matt Patricia has also been given the boot. And so I guess in order for Nick Sirianni to keep his job as head coach, that he needed to push some buttons with the ownership group, Roseman and Laurie, and tell them, oh, yeah, by the way, yeah, I'm going to start fresh. Let's keep in mind, this Philadelphia Eagles team that went to the Super Bowl about a year ago in Arizona, Shane Steichen, their former offensive coordinator, he got himself a new job. He gone. Okay, we can think about Jonathan Gannon. He, the defensive coordinator, he also gone. And so when you think about two key coordinators, Shane Steichen on offense, Jonathan Gannon on defense, who end up on the Colts and end up on the Cardinals, man, that's that's a lot to replace. And so you can bet your ass Nick Sirianni is on the hot seat. Whoever he hires, whoever he has leading the way, If the Eagles don't bounce back next season, Nick Sirianni is going to be the next dude gone. And let's keep in mind, Nick Sirianni, he's supposed to be the offensive guru, right? This is the man who was the Colts offensive coordinator. He's supposed to help fix things and and, and lead the way. Hey, Hickey, what are your thoughts on what Nick Sirianni has done up until now? Uh, He's probably going to get the boot if they don't fix it next year. Oh, I'm with you. You swing and miss on an offensive coordinator for the second year in a row, he's gone. He's not seeing 2025. Pretty bad. We'll we'll see what happens. Uh, There's a lot to fix with Jalen Hurts. We know that the Philadelphia Eagles defense, that certainly went into the toilet this past season. They have to go ahead and fix that. And so for a team that started off at 10-1, and that was a lot of fool's gold. That was a lot of uh, too close to the line, too close to the wire. And they're going to have to have a turnaround back into the postseason. They're going to have to win around next year, uh, I think, for Nick Sirianni to keep his job. Because Jalen Hurts, we talked about this last night. Jalen Hurts is making the big bucks. He's in the category now of making more than $50 million a year. If you got a choice to make sure that someone gets the most out of him or the head coach, the head coach He's the one getting the boot. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Dave is calling from Miami. You're on the JR Sport Re Show. What's up, Dave? Hey, JR. Mr. Neutral. How are you, sir? I'm good. Go ahead, Dave, please. All right. I uh, just wanted to talk about Doc Rivers. I, I think him going to Milwaukee would be a good idea. It could be his redemption, like when he left Orlando and won the championship with Boston. I would love to see him in Milwaukee knock out Philly. 
that could happen. Also, my other comment I like to make is to my man, Mr. Positive, is that it's not everyone's fault the way the teams are run. It's more the management style, not the fans. So I do apologize for saying some harsh words to him. And, sir, you have a good night. I hope to talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. Okay, thank you so much, Dave, for calling from Miami. I'm not all that clear on, on what the hell he's talking about, but uh, thank you, Dave. Uh, appreciate that, I guess. 855-212-4CBS. Hey, w- when it comes to Doc Rivers, wouldn't that be a hell of a story? Let's keep in mind, Doc Rivers was given the boot before James Harden exited the building. Like, I guess Dow Morey and the Sixers were still hoping that they could do something with James Harden and keep him around, and they fired Doc Rivers. James Harden still wanted to leave, and now Doc Rivers is sitting around calling games for ESPN and ABC. Wouldn't that be one hell of a redemption story if Doc Rivers ends up coaching the Milwaukee Bucks and those Milwaukee Bucks decide to eliminate, I don't know, the Philadelphia 76ers, or they go out there and eliminate the Boston Celtics. Doc Rivers, that'd be one hell of a victory cigar, now wouldn't it? Yeah, Doc Rivers has been coaching for the better part of like 25 years. Let's remember this. He started off with the Orlando Magic in 1999. He was with the Celtics. He was with the Clippers. He then went to the Sixers. He's been around a long time. Man, I feel like he went straight from playing point guard right to standing on the side of the bench. I guess this is a nice temporary vacation for Doc Rivers. 855-212-4CBS. Johnny is calling from Illinois. You're on the JR Sport Breach Show. Go ahead, Johnny. Hey, hey, uh, JR. This is is Johnny. Uh, Listen, you know – uh, Jordan Love, Green Bay Packers. Uh, wh- what do you what do you think on, on that man? Uh, you know, future of Green Bay Packers or not? I mean, he looked pretty good to me, even though the disappointing loss in the playoffs. Oh man, I th- Johnny, I think it's it's quite clear and, and, and quite apparent that Jordan Love is the future quarterback for the Green Bay Packers without a, a, a shadow of a doubt. And thank you for calling from Illinois. I mean, you don't go on the stretch that or the stretch run that he went on. The man finished the season with about 18 touchdowns to close the year out. He went into San Francisco, and yes, he didn't necessarily go out there and just have a killer game. He had two touchdowns and and two interceptions, but he was rolling towards the end of the year. This was best-case scenario for the Green Bay Packers to wake up and know that Jordan Love was only second to Dak Prescott in total touchdowns thrown this year, was top 10 in yards, and just improved as the year went on. This is what they're going to be thinking about next. How much money do we have to pay him? We know the benchmark has already been set. We're looking at players making 50-plus million dollars, your Herberts, your Burroughs, your, your Lamar Jacksons, you don't think that Jordan Love is now going to move into that space? He's proven enough over this past year, the second half of this year, to not be a fluke. I don't think there's a damn fluke with Jordan Love, and I think the Green Bay Packers, they understand it, they know it, and they want to go ahead and lock this man up. Hopefully at the end of his contract when he gets old, because he's only 25, he's not talking about darkness retreats, COVID shots, Dating celebrities, 
Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, hopefully Jordan Love doesn't talk about all of those things as he, uh, let's just say, ages. Congratulations to Jordan Love. The Packers do have a bright future in head of them. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. A few seconds ago, we talked about uh, Nick Sirianni firing the offensive coordinator, the defensive coordinator. And the Eagles, they're trying to turn things around after going to the Super Bowl last year. The Philadelphia 76ers, Last night, Joel Embiid, career night, franchise night, 70 points in the game. Is the offense getting out of hand? We're going to talk about it on the other side. I'm going to get some more of your calls. We'll talk Hall of Fame and Major League Baseball. We got you covered. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 